As we're learning that, Chaf Aleph from base, we're going to begin right at the bottom of Chaf Aleph and Aleph, right at the end of the page. So the Mishnah said that if one or even two people read the Megillah, so whoever hears is Yotze. So on top of Amid Beis, Tana, so remembering the Bryce, and it says, It's not like that with Taira. If one person blames and everybody listens, it's fine. If two people lain and everybody listens, it's no good. We are afraid they don't hear. That's the Bryce. When it comes to Kriyasa Torah, one person could lane, the Echad Metargim, and one person could be Metargim. In the olden days, they used to actually say the Targum, which they understood that was the spoken language, at the same time as Kriyasa Torah. One Pasuk, and then one Pasuk from the Targum. One Pasuk they'd read from the Torah, one Pasuk from the Targum. And it says here that one person could be laning the Torah, and only one person could be Metargim. You can't have one person laning and two people saying the Targum. Rashi says, you couldn't have two people reading the Torah. And what's the point? Rashi explains, the point is that people have to hear. Certainly they have to hear the Kriyasa Torah itself. And even the women and the Amirat who don't understand the Lashen of the Mikra have to be able to hear the Targum. So if two people are going to be saying the Targum, they're not going to be able to hear, they're not going to be able to make out the sounds, and they're going to miss out. And when it's Taira, there's uh, important things. There's Psukim, there's Halachas, there's Dinim. And we want everybody to be able to understand that. And therefore, even the Targum has to be said by only one person. Uvenavi, whereas Navi, Haftara. So there, one person does the Kriya reading so that people could hear. Vishnayim Targum, but you can even have two people being the Targum. Because there, it's not halachas. It's not as important that everybody should hear. And we're not afraid that somebody might miss something. And therefore, you can even have two people being the Targum. Uvashli, Yishnayim Karin, Vishnayim Targum. As long as you don't have two people reading the Navi itself, and two people being the Targum, because when there's two people reading the Navi itself, then they won't hear. And the Navi itself, at least the men have to be able to hear that and understand that. When it comes to reading the Halal, when it comes to reading the Megillah, and we have the Targum in Halal and Megillah, there you can have ten people reading the Megillah, ten people reading the Halal, and ten people reading the Targum. Rashi says we're not going to inspired about the Targum, because there is no Targum for the Megillah. He's referring to the Gemara and back on Daf Gimel and Aleph. Taisa says it could be there's no Targum that Yonasim and Nizir wrote, but later on the, uh, the Tanayim wrote another Targum, which we have. So you could have this Girsa anyway. But the point is, when it comes to Megillah and then it comes to Halal, we're not afraid that people are going to miss out words. You can even have ten people laning and everybody will hear my time, what's the reason? By Girsa Taira it doesn't work. By the Navi, it doesn't work, and by Megillah and Halal, it works. The Gemara explains, because since these things are chaviv, they're very dear to the people, they're very exciting for the people. They're going to be able to focus their attention, and they're going to hear. And therefore, the Allah is, they can hear even from more than one person. And then the Mishnah said, In a place where the meaning is to make a bracha, they should make a bracha. And where the place, and in a place where the meaning is not to make a bracha, so they don't have to make a bracha. Am Rabbi, what are we talking about over here? Which bracha? The Mishnah only said that it's Tali Minag regarding the bracha after the Kriyasa Megillah. After the Kriyasa Megillah, we'll see later on, Haravas Yivenu, that bracha, you only make that bracha in the Makom Shinagu. But before the Kriyasa Megillah, it's a mitzvah. You have to make a bracha, it's a mitzvah. All the mitzvahs, you make the bracha on them before you do the mitzvah. 
So before Mikra Megil is no different, there's a bracha before. That's not subject to Minag. What's subject to Minag is the bracha Shalachara. Now, it's an interesting lashon. Kala Mrs. Kula and Mavarechalim over last yasin. He doesn't say you make the bracha Kodem Asiyasin. Over last yasin. What does over mean? It sounds like over means before. My mashma, where is it mashma? The high over, that the word over, Lishna the Akadumi, who's a lashon of preceding. And it's saying that you have to make a bracha preceding the mitzvah. So Amr Rav Nachman Yitzchak, Amr Kadha Pasuk says, Vayaretz Achimatz, Derech HaKikar, Achimatz ran through the Kikar, Vayavretz HaKushi, and he proceeded, he passed the Kushi, meaning he ran ahead of the Kushi. Abayam Aryach, Abayah says, in this Pasuk, Vuavr Lifneim, it says he passed before them. So again, it's a lesson of getting ahead of, being before, proceeding. Or you can learn it from this Pasuk, Vayavretz Malkam Lifneim, the king will pass before them. Vashem Barosh, and his head was at their head. Again, Vayavretz Malkam the name means the Melech went in front of them, the Melech preceded them. So that's the idea that the Bracha should precede, should come before the Mitzvah. Now, what's the Bracha? What Bracha do you make before Kriyas and Megillah? We said for sure you have to make a Bracha before. So Rav Sheshes Mikardizaya, equal to Kamei Ravashi. So Rav Sheshes Mikardizaya came before Ravashi. Uvarach, and he made the Bracha, Manach. Manach means the Mem is Al-Mikra Megillah, the Nun is Sha'asa Nisim, and the Ches is Shachyanu. That's before. What's the bracha that you'd make afterwards in a makam shenag levarich? Baruch atah Hashem elokeinu melech olam. Some of the gersa akel haravas rivenu. Right, he uh, he fights our uh, our fights. Vadanis dinenu. He judges our uh, our judgments. Vhanokim is nikmasenu. He takes revenge for us. He avenges us. Vhanifram lanu mitzarenu, and he repays. All of our uh, oppressors, and he caves uh, retribution to all of the enemies of our souls. He pays back Israel from all of their uh, enemies. He pays back the debt that they owe to the enemies, so to speak. Rav Amar and Rav said, "No." At the end, we will take Baruch Hashem Hakel What's supposed to be the the chasim at the end of the bracha? The conclusion. I'm Rav Papa. So Rav Papa says, Hilkach, since we have a Shaila, whether you should say a Nifrali Somi Kotzerayim, or whether you should say a Kalamoshia, so therefore Hilkach, the Minu Litra, I say the most. Barachat Hashem, a Nifrali Somi Kotzerayim, a Kalamoshia. Now we said in the Mishnah, Besheni, Bechamisha, Beshamis, Bemincha, on Monday and on Thursday, and Shabbos, Mincha, Karin Shleisha. So three people would be Ola, a Torah, and Lane. So the Gemara assumes that they didn't choose a random number three. Three is connected, it corresponds to something. So, how do you connect me? What are these three connected? So, Amr Avasi, so Avasi said it's connected Taira, Nevim, and Ksuvim. One Aliyah is connected Taira, one's connected Nevim, one's connected Ksuvim. Rav Amr, it's connected the Kihanim, the Levim of Israel. So, you're going to ask, so you're assuming that it's got to be corresponding to something. El Hadatan, Yerusimi, so when Yerusimi taught, in Paichim, Yasar, Absukim, Yerusha, Knesses, you can never lay in less than 10 psukim. Whenever you have a kriyasa taira, the bare minimum is 10 psukim. And even when you have a pasuk, which doesn't really teach us anything, that also counts towards the 10. You don't need 10 psukim that have, you know, words of chiddush. No, even Hashem counts. But you need al-kapayim 10. So the 10 psukim that you need a bit, that you need a minimum in, what's that connected? So I'm Rishu Levi, it's connected to Asar, but Lanim, that you need to have in the shul ten matlanim, ten people that don't work, that are dedicated to the tzibur, to making sure that there should be a minion. 
Rabbi Yossi Vamar, Kinegin Asarasa Dibrois, Rabbi Yossi said the Tanim Sukkim is Kinegin Asarasa Dibrois, and remember the Maisha Pesina that was said to Maisha at Sinai. So we read Tanim Sukkim corresponding to that. Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Kinegin Asara Mamaris, Shebehendivra Alamit Kinegin, the Ten Mamaris, the Ten Statements that Akash Baku made through which he created the world, the world was created. So, Hainu, what are these Ten Mamaris? It's Vayami de Bereshis. If you look in the beginning of Bereshis, at the beginning of each uh, creation, it says Vayomer. Vayomer. So it says it nine times. That's a Gemara's question. Hani Tishav, there's only nine Vayomers. There's not ten. You're saying there's Asara Mamaros. And the Asara Mamaros is the times of the Vayomer, but there's only nine. So the Gemara answers Bereshis and Ami Maimer. The Bereshis, when it says Bereshis is Vayal Kim, that also represents a Maimer. You see, because it's Bidvar Hashem, Shemaim Nasu. Right? With the word of Hashem, the Shemaim was created. And with the breath of his uh, mouth, all of their hosts. But the idea is that if it says Bereshis Bar Lakim, that was through Hashem, through Adibur, like it says Bidvar Hashem Shemaim Nasu. So it's interesting that there's ten Mamaras, nine of them are written, one of them wasn't written. So to speak, that Mimer preceded the Torah itself. That Mimer was, uh, before the Torah was written, there was that Mimer, and that enabled the Torah to be written. Bereshis Bar Lakim is the effect, is what was created through that mimer that preceded it itself. Now, we said that there's going to be ten psukim, and there's only three aliyahs. So if you want to have three aliyahs covering ten psukim, so two of them are going to lay in three psukim. One of the aliyahs is going to have to lay in four psukim. So which aliyah should lay in the fourth psukim? So says, Rav, if the first one, the first aliyah would lay in four psukim, He's Meshubach, he's praiseworthy. And if the Shani, Shekar Arba, he reads four Psukim, he's also Meshubach. It's also appropriate. Shlishi Shekar Arba, Meshubach. And even if the fourth one reads four Psukim, he's also praiseworthy. There's an Indian for each one to be the one to read four Psukim. Rishain, Shekar Arba, Meshubach. Why is it if the first one reads the fourth, the fourth Pasuk, he's Meshubach? It's time because it says in the Mishnah, B'Shalish Kupais, Shalshalish, Shalish, Sin, Shebehen Tarmanes Elishka. Right? There was three Kupas, three boxes. Each box contained three Sin. And they would fill them up with coins from the Lishka, meaning they would be torn the Lishka. The Lishka is where all of the Marcus and Shekel went. When they collected every year the Marcus and Shekel from all clients, so it went into the Lishka. And they would be torn, meaning they would take a truma, they would take out money from the Lishka towards the Karbanos. And when they would take out the truma, they would take out truma and fill up these three kupas. And they filled up the first kupa, and then they filled up the second kupa, and then they filled up the first kupa. From the Trumas of Lishka. And it was written on the Kupas, Aleph, Beis, and Gimel. Why was it important to know which was Aleph, which was Beis, and Gimel? Lay that to know to know which one was Nitram Rishon, the money from which one was the first monies. And the Yenafkmin because we want to be Makriv, the Karbanus, from that one first. Shemitzvah Rishon, because there's a mitzvah to take first from the first one. So the same way over here it says there's a mitzvah to take from the first one first, so there'll be a mitzvah to give the extra pasuk to the first one. And we also said, If the middle, Ola, if you would read four psukim, he's also Meshubach. Where do we find that there's an Indian in the middle? One the Tanya, it says, It says that facing the face of the menorah, meaning the middle of the menorah, so all the other menorahs should give light. This teaches us that when they lit the menorah, they, the coin would face the faces of the of the nares, meaning the wick, the flame was burning, facing towards the Nemaravi, which was the middle nair. The Nemaravi and the Nemaravi is facing towards the Shina, towards the Marav. So everything was facing the middle. 
and the middle was facing towards the Kodesh HaKadoshim. For Amr of Yochanan, we can, from here you see, Sham Tsoi, Meshubach, you hear this, the middle one is praiseworthy, right? Everything was facing the middle. So that would be the idea that if the if the middle oilet would lay in the extra pasuk, it would be Meshubach. And also the last one would read the fourth pasuk, it would be Meshubach, Meshubach, Kazmalin, Bakadish, let me read it. Always to go up. So if we have the first two oilet reading three and the last one reading four, that's an Indian of Malin and Bakadish, let me read it, as opposed to the other way around, we would be starting with four and going down, that wouldn't be Malin and Bakadish. Uh, the Gemara of Papa Ikla the Beikinishin Abi Guver. Papa came to the base of Knesses in the place Abi Guver. That was a person's name. It was his base Knesses. Vikara Rishon Arba, and there the Rishon, the first one to be Ola, read for Psukim. Papa and Papa praised him. So the Marsha explains that even though like everyone was Meshubach, the first, the second, and the third, but there's also another reason of Zerizim Maktim in the Mitzvahs. So the first one Chaptarain, he lined the four Psukim, and Papa was Meshubachim. Says the It says in the mission, right? You only have three olim. You can't have any less than three, and you can't have any more. And then the Mishnah said that the first one would make a bracha before, and the last one would make a bracha after. That's the brisa. Haposeach, the one who begins, who opens up the leaning, the kohen, the first ola, he's mevarichlefana. He makes a bracha before he reads. and the last ola of the Yisrael, he's going to make a bracha after the kriya. Not everyone makes a bracha. Today, the Kulum of Archa, today is different already. Today, everyone makes a bracha. The Fanev Lachariah, one before his Aliyah and one after. Why do we change? Why do we do differently than the Mishnah? The reason is that the Kinu Rabban and the Rabban were attacking now that everyone should make a bracha before and after. Because of the people coming in and the people going out. Rashi explains what it means is people coming in late might come in after the first Ola made his bracha. And Rashi said, they might think that you don't make a bracha before Kriyatatara. And Mishim Yotza means people might leave before the end. And the concern is, if they leave before the end, they might think you don't make a bracha afterwards. Some of are troubled. Why should a person think, I mean, he only comes to Shul once, because one time they didn't make a bracha before, he probably comes another time. It's kind of strange. So the Paras Yosef says a different shot. He says that everybody has a chiv to hear the bracha. Everyone has a chiv to hear the bracha lefaneh and the bracha lacharah. So somebody comes in late, he's not going to hear bracha lefaneh. So they need to make a bracha before each aliyah for the people coming in late. And lachareah, a person has to hear a bracha afterwards. If a person leaves early, he's not going to hear a bracha lachareah. They made a bracha after each aliyah in case a person would leave early. And this is the basis for what the Taz says in Parsha Zachar, that you have to um, be able to hear the Mbiyotse from the brachos when you hear Parsha Zachar. Yes, yeah, so it's Negev this week. We're going to be Parsha Zachar, we're going to be Shabbos, you have to be Mechavi, and according to this, to hear the brachas. Incidentally, according to Rashi, it's not the case. According to Rashi, Lachar, you don't have to be yotze the brachas. That wasn't the idea here. The idea was what people might say, but no one has to be yotze with it. So four people would be, would have four alias. So Ula Barav asked Rava, How do we read Parashas Meaning, how do we divide up the Kriya Satara? You have that's the first parasha of Rosh So the first parasha, it's eight How should we do it? How should we divide it? So the first parasha is eight psukim. The next parasha is two psukim, and the last parasha is five. So the first parasha of eight, how should we do it? Nikri to have two people read tlasa tlasa psukim, each one to lay three psukim. So we're going to be left over with two psukim. Since the parasha consists of eight psukim, 
If the first one reads three and the second one reads three, we'll have two psukim left. What's the problem? You're not allowed to leave over three, less than three psukim before, from the end of the parasha. Meaning you have to read right till the end, or you have to stop three psukim before the end. You can't stop within two or one psukim of the end. So rather have two people, each one laying four psukim. So then, parasha l'shuvah, we're going to have only left over seven psukim. Uvyom Shabbos, the parasha of Uvyom Shabbos having shei, that's two psukim. Uvrashi chashechem, the parasha of Uvrashi chashechem having chamisha, that's five psukim. Hechinavid, then what are we going to do then? Nikri trade me off to have one person read two psukim from Uvrashi chashechem. Bechad mi'anach, and then one of the psukim of the five. That's a problem, because Ein maschilim b'parasha, b'achas b'shalach b'shalachim, you're not allowed to begin a parasha and read less than three psukim, meaning when you start a new parasha, you're supposed to read three psukim. Likri trey mi'avat lasam yachan to read two psukim from the parasha of Yom Shabbos and three psukim into the parasha of Rosh Hashanah. Parasha Lutrei, you're leaving over two psukim in the last parasha, and that's also a problem. So we'll have to see tomorrow what exactly to do.